Welcome to the We're Alive Fancast. I'm done guessing on that one. I can't think uh, of anything. You'll find out next chapter. I mean, that's that's kind of how it goes. Is you, that That's why they're called cliffhangers, to keep you listening and tuning in next time. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be doing it. <laughs> oh, man. The next chapter. <sighs> well, since this was called The Eye of the Storm, and that's the normally the calm part, I guess next chapter, oof, sounds right to me. You want to know what it is? The next title? Absolutely. No one else knows. It's a, it's a uh, exclusive for you guys. Sweet. You're typing it yep. as you go. I am. <laughs> um, this audio cuts out. I can't lose this. Uh, the next title for the next chapter is called Chasing Ghosts. Oh, I love it. Chasing Ghosts. Is this Ink? We're chasing Ink and the people he worked with. It could be a lot of things. It's probably a multiple name. Every chapter has multiple uh, definitions. Like, if you go back to the very first season, or the second season, The Catalyst, Mm -hmm. The Catalyst meant multiple things. Not only that The Catalyst that started, like, like the the spur of the conflict that was inside of the the colony, but Michael was the catalyst that eventually led to the colony falling to the Maulers. Hmm. But it didn't even mean it back then. It meant it later. So all these titles have way more multiple meanings. That is so cool. I'm going to have to go back through and do a complete listen through again just to listen for that. I meant to do that a couple different uh, chapters we've covered because it, it seems like monsters, there was a couple different. Tanya had the line about, you know, something, something. What, are the, what if they turn and they're already a monster? Yeah. And then there was... Datu is one of the monsters. Datu, okay. And then Randy. Yep. Yeah. Multiple monsters in that. We should play the name game from now on, Redbeard. I've, I've heard <laughs> Bald Move has a Breaking Bad podcast, and each time they would play the name game, and they would try to come up with everything they could from that Breaking Bad show that went with that name. And a lot of times they could get like seven or eight of them, and it was just on the nose. I have to go and listen to an example of this. Sounds interesting. No, it's basically what we just did. You know, That chapter was named Monsters. That's the name. Why was it called that? Well, Casey said Datu's a monster. Tanya was talking about ink. What what happens if you turn and you're already a monster? Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, there's multiple monsters mentioned in there. Maybe even some that you haven't even thought of yet. Yeah, I'm sure. And so we've got Eye of the Storm. Datu's got red eyes. Is the only only other thing I can think of besides the Eye of a Hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, what else could it be? I'll let you guys play this on your own time. Sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's getting late. No, it's okay. I was just like, honestly, there are, what, 41 chapters we can do this with, so it would be all night. Let's get started at the beginning. <laughs> it <No>. begins. <laughs> okay, put it that way. It begins. There's only one meaning for that, that one. <laughs> what could that be? Put it this way. They get thicker as they go. Um, <laughs> the first season, like, they're pretty literal translations. Um Except for some of them. There's like one or two that, like, once you get later in, like, uh, I'm not going to tell you what particular chapter, they do have start to have double meanings. Awesome. All Glad for the think, confirmation. All I can think I about was... is the episode of Family Guy where Peter's talking about it. He likes it when they use the title of the movie yes. in the movie. Yes. <laughs> I thought of that when Tanya did that line. I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Unanswered new questions this chapter. Let's see. Well, we had oh, this season, actually. Uh, they talk. We talked about that. Die, die, die. And we guessed maybe it was you. Um, go, leave. That Randy might have said. You don't want to confirm any of what they're saying, do you? Um. Or just leave that to mystery. No, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it's clear 
mine, go, and leave are the three words said. Okay. Mine, so it was not we're alive in the first uh, chapter. Mine, oh, in this, I'm talking about this episode here with Datu recalling the events. The three words are mine, go, and leave. Okay. But I'm not telling you what any of them mean or the context of what they're being said. I'm just those are the three words. I never caught mine, I don't think. It's I there. Share that. Well, uh, you yeah, know. absolutely. Yeah, I'll have to go back and listen for it. I'm glad you said that. We got the answer. I didn't even note this. To what did Victor do? Which is um, as good as we're going to get. Another question we had this season that hasn't been resolved yet. Uh, Victor recognized someone, maybe, back when they were, they went back and looked at some old stuff about ink, I think. Yeah, that's true. Season. That, that, that was something. Uh, Randy answered a lot more of. Yeah, and Randy, you pretty much know almost everything about now. Okay, great. Well, not everything, but you know, like his last name and where he came from, who he was. And... Got most of his backstory here. Yeah, you're, you're aware of who he is now. And then we've got, what will the gas reveal? Is it's going to be remain unanswered after this chapter? Yep. Right now, Tanya says a whole bunch of nothing. Whole bunch of nothing. <laughs> Only thing that came out of that was a bad haircut. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Some bruised arms. Tanya and Saul, when will they turn, or are they immune? Next, where does the wedding and the baby's birth fit into all this? And then the kind of out there thing was, I wonder if they're going to return to Michael's drug use, since they t- spoke about chloroform early on, and him and his buddies used to make it back in the day. But And also I have a quote from Casey earlier, all pieces of the puzzle aren't there yet, but they will be. And then we have a, what did this chapter bring us? We've got Randy, slow-turning Datu, and this is kind of an answer to, and I used to be like this too before I had to think a lot about each episode, Was it, it seemed like there wasn't a whole lot each 20-minute chunk. It's like, well, it's already over, you know, what what even happened? But this <laughs> chapter, you know, we had we had the story of Randy. We've So far we've got, you know, slow-turning Datu, question mark. Uh, the answer to how Michael broke his arm, which is, I mean, that's huge. We're going back to season one. Yeah, I don't understand like how people aren't like jumping up and down and going ecstatic for that because that's been the longest running mystery of the series. It feels like, but aside from the outbreak stuff, I, w- I mean, I was jumping up and down inside while I was listening. To it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Let's see, Puck getting some leadership and he's going to start to take charge. That's going to be really interesting to see how that works out at Ink's house and wherever else chasing ghosts. Oh, and one of the other questions: Where is Bert Riley? I have slash scratch, but at least we know where Bird is right now. And also in part three, we got Saul and Tanya's numbers are fluctuating. What will Puck and crew find at Inky's house? I guess that's about it. That's kind well, of a... How Randy fit into this whole scheme of things, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we've got... Uh, I just want to know relationship if there's two... With Randy and Ink, and is, yeah. there, is there one? Is there competition or teamwork? Who knows? I just really want to know if there's two different factions and if they're going to fight. Well, or if they're... Here's the thing is uh, somebody identified Randy at the colony fight at the last season, and they also saw Ink there as well. So take however you want with that. Yeah. So, so both of them were there. Huh. Hmm. I'll have to go back and listen to see if they're on opposite sides. That means something. I'm just giving you more clues. Right. I'm actually making you listen to the series more. So. I did. I went back <laughs> and listened to that because I had totally missed that Randy was there, and a fan of We're Alive pointed that out to me. So I went back and listened to it. He gave me the exact minute. So I went back and listened to that part. I'll have to go back a little bit further. Yeah, and it's funny because Victor sees him strategically placed so Saul would not see him. Because Saul might actually have recognized him. Right. Because Saul huh. has never seen Randy in the field. 
and that makes me wonder if you know Randy was special ops. He's already he's got some long beard. It sounds like. Oh no no he's not special ops. He was just an engineer. He was a really really smart engineer from another sister unit. So he was not definitely wasn't special ops. He just grew a beard really really fast. Oh okay because it was like, like a month or something and he had some long beard. I've yeah. seen Redbeard's beard grow, and I was thinking, okay, man, this guy must have already had some of this. So, no. He's- yeah, so he already had, like, by the time Michael saw him, he already had, like, a two-month-old beard. And by the time, like, he, Randy's just beard and hair grows fast. It's just <laughs> a personal trait of his. And so by the time it all comes down to it, like, his hair's grown out significantly longer and things like that. Uh, it was kind of figured out in the story as well that it's actually, he has not reported a duty, and this is not contained in the story but i'll tell you guys he hasn't reported to duty in a long long time because he's like was getting off a deployment and they give you like uh, what is it like six four months leave so he just let his hair grow out when they called him back up to go to back of the unit so he was already growing a big beard and long hair by that time because he didn't really care wow what insight (laughs) in case anybody's wondering why it's so long that's part of it absolutely that's cool I didn't think it was necessary to contain in the story because it's like. <laughs> well, see, I'm not I'm not communicating a whole bunch, but I'm, I'm like holding my face and stretching my eyes, like, man, that's just answers all. <laughs> just getting so many answers. This is I'm gonna have to have you back for each chapter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this is the, it's nice to talk about this now because literally there's only like what is it? There's four seasons, so in all, what percentage of that is done? See, there's gonna be 48 chapters, right? Yeah, so 41 out of 48. So roughly, if you just double that. 15% is left. 14.6. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, 15% is only 15% remaining. So I have a lot of answers I can give right now. <laughs> but I was, but here's the thing is like we're, we're planning on doing a uh, the live show for the series finale of this in uh, July. Um, and well, this might be news to you guys. I don't know if you've actually. I saw, yeah, I saw it. A, uh, I can't remember the date exactly on a Saturday, I guess. Yeah, Saturday, July 19th is the tentative date. I say tentative because we haven't locked in the venue. Um, but the idea is to um, have them perform Chapter 47, air Chapter 48 there for the first time, and then uh, basically have an after party. There's not going to be a Q&A session like last year because I figure, hey, the story's over. There shouldn't be any questions. Right. There will be. People will be like, they'll come up to me in the party and be like, what about this? And I'll be like, buy me a drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So then we have to wait like a week and a half, right? Or two weeks. Yeah, for the, uh, for the series finale um, live stream. But the live stream will include a Q&A afterwards to talk and basically drink and have a good time. Oh, no, but I mean for it to be aired on the Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's that's our intent. Well, because we want people to come to the live event. Right. And I feel like they would have a lot more motivation to come if they get to hear the series finale a week and a half early. Hey, Redbeard, we've got to find some training. In, is it in L.A.? Yeah, it's in L.A. We've got to find some training in L.A. <laughs> in L.A. for in, that time period? In July. <laughs> go to. Okay. I'm, I'm, already, find, I'm going to Vegas something. in, I think, May. but ugh. Hopefully we'll have a budget by then. Oh, we do have a budget. <laughs> no, one that goes past January. Oh, yeah. No, we did. We have a two-year budget. Oh, they did? Oh. Yeah, they okay. put a two-year budget in. Cool. Yeah, well, if you guys are coming out, let me know, and uh, we'll make sure to give you guys like uh, like a VIP backstage pass or something. Sweet. Okay. So you guys can come and hang out with us in the green room. Yeah, it's a low probability at this point, but we've got enough time. We could try to do something. That would be amazing. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try and lock the venue down pretty soon. So okay, hopefully, knock on wood, uh, we'll know something more sooner. Awesome. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll look into other options for traveling out there too. 
All right, so favorite lines now. Let's see. <laughs> Adam has my favorite line, so I'm just going to go ahead and read what he gave me. And it is, and he thought it was from Carl the Puck, too. And I don't want to argue with the creator, but it sounds <laughs> so much like Carl. He says, look at this guy. He's already drunk with power. So, yeah, I'm going to go with that one, too. It's Muldoon, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that line, and I like the one uh, that Tanya says about, you know, nothing has come out of it except for a bad haircut. <laughs> I like that one, too. That's good. And I don't know why we even do ratings anymore, Redbeard. We're <laughs> thinking well, fan cast, so... We're a tad biased. <laughs> I'll rate it, I'll rate it. Okay, so this is out of five scale? Yeah, yeah out of five. I'll be your guest rater. I'm going to say this is a 3.1. 3.1? Yeah. And what what episode so far would have been a five, then, if off well, that... Um, the first it. one of this chapter, I think, would be a five. Okay. The that one was... With... Oh, no. Okay. I see. Yeah, this one, uh, I'll, I'll even be the first to admit, this one's slower. Um, but then again, if you think of the chapter altogether, so much happened. This is just, it's a good wrap-up to propel the story forward. Yeah. Not going to get any arguments from us. So 3.1, what about, and then we do a chapter rating we've started. Ooh. Um... I'll give this one a 4.2 chapter. 4.2. And a 5 chapter would be, off the top of your head? 36. Oh, okay. That's a good one. <laughs> this, that, that series, uh, season 3 finale, is probably one of my favorite finales. Just the music cues, what happens in it. Like It's non-stop, fast-paced action and adventure the entire chapter. And I just that's one of my favorite ones. Because also, it's the reunion chapter, and it's... I don't... There's not a lot of heartbreak in it, and mm-hmm. it's, it's just a lot of really good moments. Yeah, the, yeah, I remember the end of season. I remember exactly where I was driving, even the end of season two. Whenever I listened after the credits, which I never do, and then I heard the them dragging in Angel, I guess, and you knew Bert was with the the Maulers. Mm-hmm. I was just so amazing. I think I listened to season uh, chapter thirty six. Didn't have that, did it? No, I didn't. Yeah, because you, really you would have been it. expecting it. Yeah. I have to do keep you on your toes. Uh, Twenty four was the only uh, episode that actually had something after the credits. Right, and this this season you're starting to do some cold opens. You haven't done a lot of that, have you? We did one. Um, I think it was season two with when Pegs was dreaming. I think it was it chapter fifteen. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I think so. Chapter fifteen or sixteen. We did a cold open with Pegs having the dream, and she's running from something and goes and hides in a store. And uh, Latch is still on her mind um, and still on the forefront. Okay. Oh, yeah, I think I do remember that. And I guess I'm picturing next chapter when Bert walks in, he's kind of got that old school like barbershop quartet thing on. And he starts twirling the hat and starting the song off, the musical episode. If I could flip over a desk right now. <laughs> <laughs> if you were yeah, if you were at one of our places instead of your own place. <laughs> Let me reiterate to every person who's ever asked me to do a musical episode. A, it's not going to happen because B, we don't have anybody. Like to write a musical for We're Alive would take a lot more time than we have. And it would take away from the show. Oh, Elisa Elliot would, would do it for you. I she'd do a great the, job. She would do a fine job, but it wouldn't be. It's it's not even in the canon of what we do. So it's it's so far outstretched um, that if someone wants to make an adaptation that's a musical and make it work somehow, sure. But to be honest, everyone saw Buffy the musical and thought, oh great, let's try and do this for everything. But the reality of it is, like we didn't. And I had a problem with with the recent movie Frozen the same way. Is like 
songs and musicals, songs are sung because words themselves can't contain the message they're trying to tell. And that's why you have a musical is you can tell something more powerful and more succinct in a song sometimes. And that's when a song is in place of something that's happening in the story. If you can't reason your way through it, don't do a musical. <laughs> I guess. I actually loathe the musicals, but it's just so much fun that you give us a reaction for fun. Every time. <laughs> Every single <laughs> time. I get too many emails about this. It's been one of my favorite things to bring up, yes. <laughs> just for the reactions. It happened today, even. <laughs> today. Like, on the forum for the new episode, it's like, oh, Casey gave us this and this and this chapter. You know what's coming next? The musical! <laughs> oh, yeah, Nick, he opened, I think he opened the 41-3 thread with that. Yep, <laughs> and I had to respond and flip over table there, too. Oh, that's great. <laughs> All right, so moving on, we've got the in the news section, and I don't have anything in the We're Live news. Casey, is there any news that we should share? Um, well, let's see here. We've successfully switched over to Libsyn now. Um, we that was our new podcasting hosting server. Um, so the episodes down download even faster now. I don't know if anybody's even noticed that. I but. noticed they downloaded fast. I didn't know they were faster. Oh yeah, they're a lot faster now. Um. And it gives us a lot more tracking data for the uh, episodes. And we pay more yearly for it, but it's in the end, it's going to work out better because our old statistics program uh, geek out wasn't working as well as it used to be. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, that's that's new. Um, our birthday is coming up in a couple of months. Nothing else really exciting besides that. Great. Is there any uh, any new T-shirts we can expect soon? Um, no, we haven't. We did a, a, a refresh before the holiday season. Oh, you know what? There is some news. Um, after chapter 42, there's an extra week off. Um, so expect that to come around the corner. We just released our new release calendar that will, that contains the rest of the year. Okay. Um, because of Super Bowl Sunday, all you sports fans, we had to delay our recording one week. So, um, because we have a lot of sports fans in the cast, we were going to split a recording up massively with amount of people. So we're like, you know what? It's the middle of the season. We'll take an extra week hiatus. Whatever. We can't work around it this time. We we actually did work around it in December. We can't do it again because it was such an overload of work. Like it got crazy to get forty one part one out. <laughs> we appreciate it. Take it, Scott Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for sharing that news. And if you know if you do have news like that that you want us to put out, we'd gladly do it. I'll, I'll try to look for stuff, but. There's not a whole lot of news that I can just find it. So normally I'm just grabbing. Oh, they've got shirts or yeah, we uh, own we're alive now. Yeah, I'll let you know when uh, when stuff happens. Um, but yeah, it's like just uh, right now it's just focusing on moving forward and getting the rest of the chapters done. Um, behind the scenes right now, 43s in second draft. 44, I just got done uh, up to chapter uh, page 34, which is roughly about maybe about. Uh, I'd say a little more than half. I'd say probably more like maybe two-thirds done, roughly. Oh, great. So 44 is moving right along, and uh, yeah, I'm, everything's moving at a pretty swift pace now. Because there's only four more chapters to write after this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's on to the next project. On to the next one. And I'm so excited to do it, because I've like, as much as I love We're Alive, it, it gets... Um, just the whole process of doing a production gets daunting after a while because, like, people don't understand, like, oh, why don't you go for six uh, six more seasons or blah, blah, blah. If we were a big production that could pay everybody, like Breaking Bad, sure, that might be a possibility. But honestly, 
we are such a shoestring budget and people are moving away and it's like literally we've lasted as long as we probably can before starting to break apart as a cast oh yeah um, just because of logistic issues i mean people have moved away like uh i don't know if you know this but uh jim michael moved away from los angeles like almost two years ago oh my so, gosh nobody knows though because we are pretty good in the way we put things together um and huh. so it's like one of those things is just we we do well to keep it going but it's 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 gotten to the point now where it's like let's move on to another project and uh you know start from scratch all right our moving on to the question of the week last week we asked you to pick your favorite character uh, actually it was it was a uh, at jk west from twitter he said pick your favorite character or any character and tell us what you think their new year's resolution should be and uh <laughs> adam young he had a couple he said he says victor uh, to get back on michael's good list yeah it's not really much in Victor's control, though, because what more can Victor do, really? <laughs> right. He's trying. He's going to try to keep a lookout this time. Yeah. <laughs> I promise I won't screw up again, Michael. <laughs> got the next one? Oh, I don't even have it up. Sorry. Oh, that's cool. Here we go. Let's see. Alyssa Uranga. CJ, be nice to Michael. <laughs> I, okay. Okay, a side note here. I do not understand people's like hatred towards CJ. I just don't get it. I I'm not understanding it at this point. I think both of them have flaws as human beings, and they've really shown these last couple chapters. Uh, I was this first. I think the I can't remember exactly what it was. Chapter thirty-seven and thirty-eight. I was starting. You know, I don't know if it was because the long break, and I had thought that I really loved CJ. But once it came back to this beginning of the season, I don't know, I don't know what it was, but she was really getting on my nerves with the micromanagement control freak stuff. I think was part probably, of it, probably part of it. Yeah, I think a major portion of it is because um, she's an obstacle in a way to our main characters that we've known for longer. Um, and and I hate to say this, but I think it's a little bit true. Is because Kimmet was crazier and there was less hatred towards him, and <laughs> CJ's a lot more like focused. I think there's a little bit of gender inequality with it. I think a little bit comes out. Um, hmm. So I think that I think that just shows a little bit of uh, just what people's perspectives are of, of a female in power, maybe different than a male in power. I don't know. It could be. I didn't like Kimmet after a while either, though. Once you started doing that. <laughs> oh no, Kimmet was legitimately going batshit. Excuse me, Kimmet was legitimately for a while they're going crazy. So yeah, yeah. I did. I mean, I liked him at first. I was like, this guy sounds like he had a good voice for you know his part. You know, my biggest fr- uh, frustration with CJ was I felt like she was halting progress of answers get coming out. And I think beyond that, it, th- that's all it was. That's Casey's fault. Yeah, as a listener, I agree with you. <laughs> I totally agree with you. Like, CJ's approach to everything was not what the listener wanted. I mean, the listener is all about answers and taking risks to find out those answers. CJ's like, no. Let's go take the colony. Let me get Lizzie. No, wait. Longer. <laughs> People still got on her about like um, about how she went downstairs without waiting for Saul, and that's the reason she lost her leg. But had she not gone down there, Bert probably would have been killed. Yeah. So she lost her leg, but she saved like everyone's most favorite character. Right. Yeah, that, that is pretty huge. But I don't know. I try not to get too focused on that. I mean, if I, if I really wanted to, I mean, Michael would be a pretty hated character right now just for... Oh, yeah, he's a d- yeah, some of the stuff he's done. I'm still sentimental. He's, I think he's still my favorite. 
Well, it's an interesting point that, like, um, here you had that girl, Cindy, who got attacked, and he was all willing to offer her up to Tanya to experiment on, but not Datu. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was was pretty pretty cold. (laughs) Was it Wendy or whatever, but... My goodness. Yeah, it was the Wendy. Sorry, did I say Cindy? I I don't know. It's getting late. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you got the Havington Wilsons next one. Yeah, the Havington Wilson says, uh, "Remember how Michael always interrupted people before they had a chance to say something important? Michael should resolve <laughs> should resolve to to be a better listener." Uh, Matt Sawyer says, uh, "Randy, and he should uh, not forget to look up." Or says, "Don't uh... forget to look up." Yeah, because it came through the roof, and right. apparently if he looked up, that next, would have stopped everything. Next time. <laughs> He's, like, looking up, and it's, like, coming down on him. He's like, yep, there it is. <laughs> Lizzie just got home and scared me. She didn't know I was doing an interview. <laughs> hello, Mrs. Wayland. Do you want to say hello, Lizzie? She's slowly making her way to the microphone. We don't have to call her Miss Blair. Oh, this is... Uh, this we're is, live uh, fancast. We're live fancast. Hello, we're a live fan cast. Hey, how you doing? Hey. I don't know what anybody's saying because Casey has the headphones. Okay, well, it's good to hear <laughs> oh, you anyways. Hey, there we go. Anyone. Hi. Hey, good to hear you. Good to hey. hear you. This is Mick and this my is buddy Redbeard. Redbeard, I see you on current call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what image is up there at the moment. There is not really. Oh, I see tiny, tiny, tiny little images like Polaroids, but smaller. <laughs> he has a big beard. He does. <laughs> And you have laser eyes. Yeah, I've got laser eyes. It's this thing I inherited from my Kryptonian parents. Yeah, it comes from uh, Casey's favorite movie. Apparently, I don't think you saw it with him because he was talking to another guy about this movie in the podcast. Man of Steel. Yeah, it was my brother. Oh, are you are you talking about Drive Home? Yes. Yeah, I, I just recorded one. Which one? Yeah, with Krista. We just saw American Hustle. Oh, cool. Sweet. Yeah. I want to see that. that. Did, have you all done one for Wolf of Wall Street yet? No, I haven't seen it. I just saw that. It was... I mean, it was raunchy, and everybody hates it for that, but I thought it was really interesting. This hurts me back. Can we oh. adjust? Yes. Well, we're just um, we're almost finishing up here. Oh, what do you yeah, I mean, she's welcome to hang out if she wants to. But... Oh, it's just it's hard to maneuver headphones. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah. Oh, uh, she's getting a chair now. <laughs> okay, there she comes. No. <laughs> All right, there we go. Well, I have to have All right, fine. I'll just keep going. We're going with the question of the week being uh, pick your favorite character any char- or any character and tell us what their New Year's resolution should be. And Roger Dodger, who's also Dr. Rock on Twitter, says Scratch, obviously. Oh, no, no, he's Osiris on he's the Twitter a- or on the forum. Oh, no, oh. I said he's Seventh Rock on Twitter. Oh, that's right. And or Dr. Osiris Rock on Twitter. Twitter. Sorry. Yeah, all kinds of names. He doesn't have the same name anywhere. <laughs> He says, scratch, obviously. Uh, kill the girl, save the world. He loves that girl. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he likes a lot of girls, I think. He's a big Kelly mm. fan, too. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> Thanks, Lizzie. I didn't hear what, well, I couldn't catch it. What was it? She said, who doesn't? Oh, go ahead and say it again. I don't, okay. I just, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, Jason Christensen says, pegs to be less self-centered and needy. <laughs> I thank you, thank you, Miss Blair. I, Go ahead, chime in. I don't think she's self-centered or needy. She's I not. She, she used to be a romantic, and now she's more practical. Hmm. Very well said. I couldn't agree hmm. more. I think she's a little ignorant of the world and needs to grow up. 
But she is the reason a lot of people are alive in the colony right now with their food. I will give her that, and I gave her full credit for that earlier on this this uh, this, <laughs> this season. But <laughs> they have a dysfunctional relationship, so <laughs> Pegs and Michael and all them. Oh um, yeah, Pegs and Michael's relationship. Yeah, it's very dysfunctional. Well, Michael's bad at communicating emotions. Oh, he's very bad at that. Yeah. Oh, that's all for question of the week. Hey. Uh, Casey, did you want to pick a new question of the week for us? Uh, uh, yeah. Blair. Wait, what? A question of the week for next week. To ask for whom? For fans. To ask fans? Yes. I don't know. Uh, oh, oh, here's here's a here's a one. It's not going to affect anything at all. Um, is if there's any place in the world they'd love to wear a live story to be told, where would it be? Oh, that's a really good like, one. Like, where would you like to check in? Yeah. In the world. Not that this would ever happen, but I'm just—it's a—it's a theoretical. Right. What's going on in Japan or something. Yeah. That's what I pictured immediately was like Hong Kong or something over there. North I can Co- imagine there's some country that's the more Pyongyang, North Korea. Well, they rely so heavily on <laughs> on technology. Maybe they'd be worse off. Yeah. yeah. And it's more po- densely probably, populated probably too. Probably the more primitive cultures oh would be better. That's terrifying. Yeah. So you, I mean, can you imagine India? How many people there? You, it's like no, you'd be done. India's on the brink already. Yeah, your survival rate in India is extremely low. It is no, but I think if you have like if you have a culture that is remote and if you have protection enough and if you have farming skills and all that, then you'd be better off than having to rely on a technology heavy. Yeah, like the northern Canadian tribes. Yeah, that's my dad's advice to me when he sometimes he in his old age gets really scared about the apocalypse and he's like. Blair, you just gotta go somewhere. Just get yourself some guns and go north where there's water. <laughs> wow. But it's gonna be colder up there and you're gonna freeze. But to there's death. water. Is he in a rocking chair when he says this? I'm kinda of picturing You like, you know Bert. what? If that's if that's what image brings you the most joy, then yes. Absolutely. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, uh for those that don't know, and I'm sure most anybody listening to this knows, uh Miss Blair Wayland who plays Lizzie, uh Sis, Mrs. Very close. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I said Mrs. Yeah, I'm just teasing you because okay. it's new. <laughs> yes. Oh yes, that was my that was my fault. She yes. has a knack for picking out the most like tiny details you get wrong. Trust me. <laughs> that and I think I brought. I, I made the most awkward moment ever because I think I called Casey's sister Mrs. Whalen. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh yeah, I remember that because Katie does uh, did the original theme. That's right. That's yeah. That's right. <laughs> well, so uh, like I'm sure everybody knows, Mrs. Blair Wayland. There you go. <laughs> and she uh, gives voice to Lizzie on We're Alive, and we're very excited she came home from American Hustle to join us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited. I just stumbled into this. Yeah. Check out their other podcast. Uh, is it Drive Home Reviews? Uh, the Drive Home. The Drive Home, where they review movies as they're you know on the way home after seeing the movie, which is a really cool idea. We were doing it anyway, so we're like, let's might as well record, just record it. it. Yeah, we don't That's edit right. it. We just put it up, so it's like, it makes it really easy. <laughs> I've listened to a couple. I need to go back and hit up the Man of Steel one. And oh, oh, it's oh. we tear it apart. <laughs> oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, this yeah, is very entertaining for me. <laughs> Most passion comes out. Yeah, like we watched the last uh, Hunger Games, and we're like, well, it was a good movie. Thanks, guys. Wasn't it good? Yeah. Oh, it was a good movie. Yeah, I see. Yeah, there wasn't much to talk about. Casey almost didn't want to put it out because he's like, it's so uninteresting. We just are like, that was really good. <laughs> right? 
And then we saw Frozen, and we're like, okay, Frozen, we had a pretty mad. Frozen is terrible. It's not terrible, but it's not good. It's more terrible because I'm angry that people are enjoying it. <laughs> I haven't seen it. My kids have seen it, but they with, with my mom and yeah, my my six year old enjoyed it. It's got some issues, but yeah, I digress. <laughs> and then our our last segment tonight is listener mail, tweets, and Facebook posts. And basically everything I have right here, I think, is from after today's episode. First one is from Adam. He says uh, next week is probably going to be about Bert and Riley. Hmm. And Cameron Keys uh, replied to him, said, "Nope, it's about zombie survival." <laughs> <laughs> Cameron's uh, rooting for those zombies to win. Zombie <laughs> survival. See, Regan tweets, uh, good old Bert, curious absence of Riley, though. I wonder if Randy has info he wants to pass on to Michael. Treatment, maybe? If it's, if it's Randy still going, he must know something. Or maybe Randy found a way to stay Randy after the change. There's a I think I told him this was wishful thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I think I heard crows, but not at the beginning. And nobody died. Any confirmation of the correlation between crows and death? No comment. <laughs> For this whole segment, you're just going to get crickets over here. <laughs> yeah. No, they've actually gotten some stuff out of me, but, like, nothing big. Um, <laughs> what, what did I explain? I like the Victor thing. I just clarified that a little bit. There wasn't really much there. Oh, we, what, what he got kicked off for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's expecting something huge, and it's like, no, nah, it's not really that big of a deal, guys. <laughs> it's a pretty yeah, small thing. <laughs> Yeah, it said, uh, we're alive, tweeted out, they're just crows. Or or they're just crows. Yeah, yeah or, yeah, or it's just the background sound effects that I don't take <laughs> out or put in. <laughs> see, uh, then Regan replies with, what does that mean? Curse you and your cryptic clues. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, he, he's determined that it's going to mean something. Well, sometimes, I mean, I will say this much. Sound effects are meant to paint a picture, and if the crows are applicable for a scene, because crows, like, obviously they're representations of death in a way that, that come across from, like, you know, the raven. Um, but at the same time, in a practical sense, crows also eat rotting flesh. So, mm. you know. Don't crows eat, like, everything? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they're also one of the smartest birds uh, out there. Yes. So raven. they know when somebody's going to die. I see what you're saying. It's like one of those cats. <laughs> the old folks, so. Cats. They're just waiting for you to die so they can eat your face. Oh, that's gross. Oh, I swear that's what ours is doing. <laughs> I think it's creepy. Chewing on the gas line. <laughs> ours is watching us from behind us right now. Is he? Okay. I see pictures of that cat all the time. Mr. What, Whiskers. What was it? He was sitting on the bed and it propped up like a king. Oh, said yeah. something. <laughs> I was rolling. Oh, he's a really cool cat. He's also extremely spoiled. Cool cat. You're cool it, cat. It was a interesting summer. I uh, my fa- my family was gone out of town, out of state, and I was staying in a camper on a campground uh, with our cat. And this is not a big camper. This is like a 14 foot camper. You brought your cat camping? Yeah, it, it was out Living. there for months with me. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Had a lot to look out through the windows, I guess. Yeah, yeah, she did enjoy that, but she. Uh, I guess she would get bored at night, and instead of just running around the camper, she would come up and pounce on me. So. <laughs> it's got to hone that killer instinct. Yeah. <laughs> He's having a little cat in fever. She, yeah. <laughs> she bit me one night for no apparent reason while I was sleeping. So just yeah. for, it's just a love bite. He's still alive. She, she's just checking meat tenderization. <laughs> <laughs> Not done yet. Just seeing if you woke up. Yeah, still a heartbeat. 
Regan. So uh, Chris tweets, uh, okay, so favorite quote from We're Live Fancast is Mr. Redbeard saying, I'm just so mesmerized by the Freddie Mercury mustache. <laughs> if you guys don't know what this is about, this is about the uh, the album artwork and the face <laughs> that people see in there. Yeah, by the way, spoiler alert, there's no face. It's not <laughs> yes! intentional. There's a face. <laughs> You're, for this chapter? Yeah, nice? okay, so I'm going to pull up the artwork here because I have the original right here. Oh, man, there's so I'll bring it up. It. I'll show you where seen, you put that. They said there's a face right here. Where's their face? That's I what mean, I'm aside saying. From within Let's the, see. I said it looked like Sad Jesus or Freddie Mercury's mustache. I see the smoke you're saying, and I don't see that as part of the face. What I see, see right is, here? So there's an eye, there's an eye, and there's like a mustache there. And there's no, the no. I see. What I see is in the oblique where it starts to shade. There's a flesh tone ear. Right there. You hear him? He's arguing with the creator of the show. That's, <laughs> that's I the best the art. part. I don't see it. That's such a stretch. I don't see it. Yeah, I thought it was like Randy. I thought it was Seth Peterson hidden in the smoke or something. I didn't know what was going on. Nah, no, no, no. I, if I would have seen a face, I'd have been like, um, fix that. Our fans are so funny. You find every, they're like looking for stuff all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that actually jumped out at me. I was like, what is that? You just have a cool imagination. Thank you. That's what it is. Thank you. Pretty soon yeah. they're gonna think that red string by the uh, the pipe over there on the right is like a uh, dripping blood from above. Yes. Run with it. Mm, yep. <laughs> it is. It he is, said it. He said it's it. It's been spoken. No, there's no face in there besides the behemoth face and two eyes. What is? What did the Dothraki say? It is. It is known or something. Okay, uh, Doofus Monkey says, I'm starting to think that everything heats up right before the two-week break. Maybe Bert can talk some sense into Wayland Prud. What? Mm. What does that mean? <laughs> the fictional character that you wrote is going to talk to you? I don't know. He's based off of my dad, so does that mean I have to go talk to my dad? <laughs> into, sense to, into you about what? I, I, think, I think Doofus was just a little uh, frustrated with cliffhangers. Oh, yeah. the cliffhangers. Yeah, there's, there's a lot this chapter. Yeah. There's a lot every chapter. So. Well, there was a lot of answer to, uh, give and take. Absolutely. I will say some of the biggest cliffhangers are still yet to come. Mm. <laughs> That's something to look forward to. Yep. Yes. Hey, Greg Greg Glassick uh, on Facebook says, I'm muted on the forums. How am I now? Uh, how am I just now hearing about this fan cast? Uh, now I need to try to catch up. Oh, okay, this is about his theory. He's just saying, you know, all I can say that he finally had a theory that was spot on. Did you catch this one, Casey? You may not have... He pretty much called the Randy story, everything that happened in part two, a week or two prior. He said, I, he said he thought Randy would be, you know, somebody that was sent by CJ to the waterworks, and then Michael wouldn't be able to kill him because Randy would help him in some way. And he well, called, yeah. What's it? Part of the reason why he probably theorized that Randy was sent there at the waterworks by CJ is because that's actually said in a previous episode, right? In one of CJ's journals. Yeah. 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 So CJ actually meant uh, like when she's talking to Sean, um, it's it's from the Kalani flashback. Um, CJ, uh, CJ's talking to Sean and Sean was like, uh, hey, uh, something at the waterworks. We're going to send over uh, Randy and some of the other techies over the blah, 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 over the pumping station. Yeah. So it's already mentioned in a previous chapter, um, but that they were close. And the arm thing is like there, there definitely was a connection there. And kudos for him for figuring it out. Yeah, that was that was pretty awesome. I totally forgot about that flashback. Okay, um, yeah, Matt, a, there was a lot of stuff in that chapter. Yeah. See, uh, Matt Sawyer writes correction. Michael has killed someone. This is, well, this is one of those people pointing out that Michael has killed someone. 
uh, killed someone before who, who was turning. How can we forget Fernando? Fernando. Fernando. <laughs> Played soccer. I'm going to skip the next one. It talks about more of my silly face theory, which is just ridiculous. And <laughs> the last one I have is from DeHaventon Wilson, and he's got a, a nice lengthy take here. It's, it says, Tanya can't make heads or tails of any of the clues about the infection. The whole mystery seems to be this way. One step forward, two steps back. Also, Saul was begging for help. Begging to help, sorry. He has come through in the past, and others doubted that he could help. Case in point, his idea to tag the zombies with trackers when Michael and Angel were trying to figure out how to find where the zombies were taking their dead. I thought he was going to recognize something important in the symbols on the shopping list. It is interesting that the symbols were brought back up. In fact, Tanya laid out a list of what we know so far. Gas from ground zero. Some people turn slow. K-18 seems to be measurable. But uh, with each of these, there is also a but what about exception. How can she test the gas? Our, I guess spectrometer? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. She doesn't know yet. That's the question. I see what he's saying. Are Saul and Tanya turning or resistant or immune? Uh, why does K-18 level fluctuate? And he goes on to say, Datu says he feels he's changing, but Saul and Tanya can't say the same. Looks like we're going to have to wait for more clues. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. going to have to wait. I don't think Casey's going to answer him right here. <laughs> no, I mean, though, these are all, I mean, he's very right that that was basically a recap of the things yeah, we don't really know. Yeah, that was really a recap. Yeah. Thank you, uh, DeHaventon. And that wraps up uh, all of our feedback and basically what we have for the show tonight. We appreciate you coming on, Casey. And, yeah, and thanks you too, for having Blair. me. Uh, you know, I'm happy you invited me on as well. <laughs> <laughs> Got the email like three weeks ago, been planning for it, picked out a special outfit. Awesome. That's cool. That's funny She's actually I... sitting here completely stark naked. <laughs> what? <laughs> <sighs> Gotta keep them listening. <laughs> so tell me more about these colonists, uh, especially the Mick one. I'm interested to hear about Oh, 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 you mean the the colonist? Oh, man, it was very, very bad what happened to him. Oh, oh, I, see, I heard he was a rather a hero. I mean, like a, a chivalrous oh, one. Hero, you mean, stole the, the armored truck and pretty much opened the gate and let everybody in. Yeah, I mean. Oh. Oh, you mean I assigned your, your name to that character? Yeah, <laughs> that. It's better, what is it? It's better to be remembered and hated than forgotten or something like that, I mean. I don't know. <laughs> Some along those lines. No, your uh, your character is still alive in the colony. Whoa, <laughs> that's awesome. That is awesome. Hey, it's better than the you know some of the being one of the slaves. Oh, I figured it was one of the dead ones from a revolt or something. So I'll I'll take being alive still. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you can be <laughs> you can be in the uh, the living living character column. Yes, <laughs> but don't expect your name to be on the wiki anytime soon. <laughs> oh no, not at all. <laughs> Only hey. if we mention you. <laughs> <laughs> it is known let's see well we look forward to being able to do a, a just a regular old interview with you and getting some other insight to who casey is and as well as uh an additional interview set up with you blair and oh yeah i mean if you <laughs> i thought you were talking to casey and i was like you want to interview casey again all right sweet well, <laughs> well they don't want we've been doing the episode review together oh so we talk more about like backgrounds of Blah, 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 blah. We stuff. actually, yeah, we did get lucky. We were very graceful and generous to offer up a lot more than what I was expecting. 
Oh, well, I, was, I like talking about this stuff, and you guys are into it, so it's like it's kind of cool to to riff. <laughs> yeah, let's let's see what was a. Oh yeah, I was just gonna tell you. I, mean, I think we're pretty much after recording. I don't know for sure or not, but I've got a ton of questions, and I've I've seen a lot of the stuff you've done before. I just kind of I mean they're building off one of those, or trying not to ask a lot of the same questions that I've at least seen you being you know that I've seen that you've been asked before. Well, thank you for the consideration. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. Yeah, that stuff doesn't really. I don't really mind. It's it's sometimes my answers actually become clearer and change as I go on. Like to be honest, I didn't remember what my inspiration was for the tower and for a while until I realized, oh yeah, that's where it came from. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. And, and that was from your deployment, right? Yeah, that that was. Um, I don't want to say the name of the hotel, but it was a hotel that was occupied by the U.S. and they basically secured the bottom floor and the rest of the tower was secure until it got rocketed. Hmm. I think I know which one you're talking about anyways, but that's interesting. Well, I guess there's probably a lot of those. Never mind. I'm <laughs> yeah, there's, there's two of them. I can think of two of them off the top of my head. Right. Well, again, hey, thank you all for taking time and uh, spending time talking to us about this show. It was really cool and I, I know that uh, the guys that listen that are big Wear Life fans are going to get a huge kick out of it. Oh yeah, it's it's well. Thank you for having me on. I did. It was like, yeah, you know, I'm just throwing my name out there. Like, hey, are you, are you interested? <laughs> you know it. <laughs> and I have a fun game for if you want me on. Yeah. I invented it last night, where I take a random a random chapter from Casey's collection, and then I read a random page from one of the chapters of We're Alive in strange voices, and then Casey has to guess what chapter it's from. But you guys can play too. Why don't you get one now? We'll do it now. You want to do one right now? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm not going to be very good at that. I don't have the chapters down quite that I'll, well. I'll answer last. I, the She did this last night, and I was off by like one or two chapters. But I'm pretty sure you're going to nail it based on just it the chapter, chapter recall you've had tonight. It depends. Nuh-uh. We have to clear the rest of the house first. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Come on, let's hope we don't get any more surprises. After every room had been checked, we made sure every window and door was locked. We closed every blind and curtain. The house had four floors in all. At the bottom, I we got could it. walk right yeah. out. 16. Mm. Are they putting, are they, okay. they get it? He said, he said 16. Who uh-huh. said 16? Nick. Nick did. We have Dude, 16 or 15. Um, I was thinking it was more recent than that, but. Do you want me to keep going? One more time, because that wasn't the whole page. No, no. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. That's, that's, that's good enough. That's good enough. enough. Yeah, that's good enough. Did everybody cast their votes? If I'm uh, if I'm close, that's enough. If not, keep going. I didn't. <laughs> um, so that's 13, 14. I thought it was before I the colony, say, whenever Pegs and them were in the house. Yeah, it's definitely they, that. Okay. I'm gonna say 15. Everybody's locked their votes. Uh, it's either really early 16 or late 15, for me. But I was thinking it was later, so I'm just gonna say 17. <laughs> I think I'm wrong. It is late 15. All right. I only know that because that's my favorite arc. Really? Yes. Yeah. I got the most complaints out of off, that chapter. You got it off of like really? lines. 15 and 16 are my favorite. The whole lead up to the colony and the first colony thing. Yeah, because uh, no, I'm actually referring to like the Facebook comments for when it first came out because people hated that story arc. They hated it being Michael, Kelly, and Pegs. Like, I got audible complaints from people about it. <laughs> really? You want another? Yeah. Nah. Oh, you, all right, one more. One more. I was surprised that I knew it because oh, I don't. Oh, it just dawned on me what was happening in that scene. Yes. Because I thought I thought I, she was doing Datu's voice. This is around, like, what is Datu doing there? <laughs> this is a, this is around the time crazy. where they. I know. I know. Wait there. Hey, over there. 
Is it help? It's the army. Wait, hey, get back inside. We're trying. Just get us inside, anywhere, please. But we have our own supplies and things at home and... Never mind, this place will do. Hey, hey, let us in. All right, that's enough. What is it? Uh, wait, is that the one... I'm lost, I don't really know. I was going to guess it was the one where Lizzie showed up. But I don't know what chapter that would be, unless it was one or two. Nope. No. Redbeard, you got a guess on this one? This is a hard one now. I mean, if you don't know oh. who's saying what, this is a hard one. You should include this segment. This would be fun. Yeah, I might. If we don't put it in the main body, it'll definitely be at the end. Um, dang it. Now, I will say, I have not, I'm not looking at the pages. I'm, I'm not going to include my yeah, guess, because it's the- way freaking off. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is Datu and Hope mm-hmm. tr- uh, trying to get into a safe place before while the uh, they're escaping uh, Boulder. Correct. Do you know what chapter it is? Uh, um, 20, this is I'm 23? Gonna go, no, I'm going to go... If I can guess again with that information. <laughs> That's cheating. That's in the 30s. Uh, oh, yeah, no, yeah. It was, uh, just, it was the end of last season. I'd say 33, just guessing with that information. I say thirty-two. You can pick mine. I don't count. I already guessed chapter freaking one or two. <laughs> no answers. One, thirty-three, and thirty-two. Oh wait, no, 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 thirty-four. It's thirty-four. Well, I'd take thirty-three if he can change his. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty, because thirty-three is Red Winter, uh... I think, or is it thirty-one? Doggone it. <laughs> <laughs> or is thirty-four? I don't know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's thirty-four. I'm not good with the numbers, but I know. I know the scene. Okay, so I, let me work. Let's work backwards from the series finale. So thirty-six was a series finale. Thirty-five was the for the series finale. <laughs> I'm thinking it might have been thirty-five. No, no, because they need they needed time to get to um to Irwin. Yeah. Um. So the outbreak had already happened. So it's got to be. I think thirty-four is the best bet because yeah, thirty-five is in between. Hmm. Tail into thirty-four, I guess. I don't know. No, it's, I think it's the intro because 34 ends, I believe, one of the segments with the nuclear explosion. So that's in 34. Oh, okay. So that's my guess is 34. Um, anybody else want to guess before we look? Mm. No, that sounds good. All right, 34? I'm sticking with 33 just because I have no clue. It is the first episode of 34. Yay! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, that was hard. <laughs> yeah. I had to think for a minute because I was like, Wait, because I, I know 33 is Red Winter, because the 33 always rang in my head, because the 33 is like... Okay, my turn for a game. My turn for a game. Okay, okay. All right, pick a page out from chapters that haven't been read yet, and then we're going to guess which one it's from. <laughs> All right, I'll give you a line from a chapter that has not been released yet. <gasps> oh! You want me to read it in a weird voice? Um, Sure. You want me to read it in a weird voice? Yeah, see, what, see if they can guess the... No, I don't, I don't, I don't want them to guess the character. Oh, tell, crap. Me what, tell me what line. Your favorite voice? The bathroom is on the right. <laughs> All right, here we go. Do that one. Please. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. That's a good one. All right, this is from an unreleased episode. Yes. Tijuana windmill. I think that was a boxer. Or was it tornado? Eh, I don't remember. <laughs> Yo quiero taco bell. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that, guys. <laughs> yep, that's still cool that you would do that. No clue what that would be, so not really. Chapter forty-four. 
it's uh, <laughs> yeah. 43. I'm there, I, I gave him the chapter title for that one just for fun. Oh, so it was 42. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Chasing well, Ghosts. Yeah. I love that name, by the way. That's, that's a great name. I will not tell you anymore. I can't, <laughs> I can't do her voice. Told me way more. So who won the improv competition? Um, one where you went and signed up for a team that didn't have enough people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, just wa- he was walking by, and the team I was about to go up against, ha- no, two people didn't show up, and so he was walking by to go. He went to his car to get something, and I was like, Casey, come play. <laughs> and he made it to day two. That was wow. fun. That's just- um, but we got eliminated right after, like the next day. Do you do? Uh, have you ever done improv? Do you do improv? Uh, Blair does. Blair does it as, like a profession. Um. I don't get paid, but I do it yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and I just do it every so often just for the hell of it, just for fun. Um, but I'm not nearly as sharp and as fast as her. I have to, like, I I can fly writing, like, faster than anybody else can probably type when it comes to, like, writing scenes. But I cannot think of stuff, like, verbally. I'm I'm a type person kind of thing. So Yeah, that's what Redbeard, he wants, he wants both of us to go try to do improv. Because I know I could definitely improve a lot as far as the quick-wittedness of the mouth, like you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it, it, See, I mean, with that it, last line, the quick—that's yeah, terrible. It'll make you a better host. I mean, I'm not saying you're a bad host, but I'm I just am. like, no, <laughs> uh, no, you guys are great hosts. Um, no, it just—it helps. Like improv will help you not only in writing, but also help you just like—it's just a skill set to keep you on your toes. And just some of the stuff that like playing Thunderdomes and warm-up games with them is uh, just you know just one more thing to keep you uh, moving. Right. It sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds like Blair loves it too. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's really good at it, too. What's what's her name again, the, the name of the group she's with? Uh, she's with Cherry Spitz, and she just joined another improv group called Fancy Hobo. Cool. And could I <laughs> could I YouTube Cherry Spitz? Yeah, you could probably find both of them from, yeah. I think. Cool. If you, you can, uh, Cherry Spitz has a website, but it's re- terribly outdated uh, at this point. And um, Fancy Hobo is a new team that's just getting momentum. It's very exciting. Cherry Spitz is old and Fancy Hobo is new, but you know, yeah, they're both around, floating I'm around. I'm gonna stuff. check those out. I've been meaning to to look those up. That sounds like a lot of fun and probably fun to watch. Holy crap! What time so. is it there, guys? By the way, it's almost twelve thirty. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm about to finish up the <laughs> national championship after this. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, good. Yeah, it was really good, and I don't know what to say except for thanks. <laughs> well, thanks for having me on, guys. All right. Well, hopefully we'll be talking to you soon. Sweet. Take care, guys. Right, Have a good bye. night and uh, get All some right. rest. I right, see you. Right, bye, Blair. Bye. Right, kiss your cats. Bye, bye Casey. Bye. <laughs> thanks for listening to the We're Alive Fancast. If you would like to send feedback to the show, you can email us at we'realive at mickred.com, and we will read your mail on the show. We want to know what you think about We're Alive each week. Tweet us or email us your theories and reactions to that week's show. You can tweet us at, at WAFancast. Visit our website at mickred.com. Mickred is always spelled M-I-C-K-R-E-D. You can find the We're Alive Fancast on Facebook. Just search We're Alive Fancast. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for letting us use his song Ghost Apocalypse in this podcast. This has been a Mick Red production. <laughs> hey. Hello. What's hey. up? How you guys doing? Doing okay. 
There we go. Getting the rust going to get everything put together. Cool. Just like uh, I'm sure you do are doing right now for years and years. I'm just working on 44 right now, so. Oh, wow. So I'm I'm a little ahead of you guys. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. I just figured out why you guys are called Mick Red, by the way. I finally figured that out. For the, <laughs> like, I never put it together. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense now. <laughs> oh, yeah, I never thought that nobody would... Well, I didn't think anybody would even think about it, but yeah, that's cool. <laughs> we, we were having a hard time coming up with domain names that weren't already taken. So, Yeah, that's a pain in the ass. That almost defines what you can have for a uh, like a title of anything. Any kind of branding at all, yep. Yeah, I ran into the same thing with like our show because there was no domains available. Even zombiepodcast.com was gone. There was nothing, nothing out there. I thought about that. I was thinking surely that was taken, but then y'all had it, and I was like, okay. Yeah, it uh, was a sheer luck, actually. Um, somebody had it for GoDaddy, and it lapsed, and it went to GoDaddy Auctions. And I was the only person who actually knew that it was there and up for auction. So I got huh. it for five dollars. Wow, <laughs> that's outstanding. It is. It was, that was the greatest thing ever. And then WhereLive.com cost a lot more than that, so it kind of bounced down the end. <laughs> what a jerk! They probably knew you wanted it too, holding it. Well, yeah, I think if they actually knew what we had and what we were doing, they would have charged more. Because at one point, WhereLive.com was like up to three grand or something like that. <sighs> Man. Wow. So I didn't pay anything near that, and I actually was able to talk them down, but it was like, oh, it was a big, like, oh my gosh, we finally have it kind of moment. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think there's a book about the Holocaust with that title. Oh, we're, really? We're alive? I think so, yeah, I think so. I'm going to look at that up on Amazon right now. <laughs> uh, are that... you guys waiting for me, or are you guys all set to go? No, we are just kind of jabbering. Oh, okay. Let's see. Uh, okay, so we were thinking. Oh yeah, maybe we're you have alive a and life idea. goes on. Sorry, I just. No, yeah, you're not. right. We're alive and life goes on. Uh, diary by some people. No, I'm done with that. Sorry. No, not. A, don't be sorry, <laughs> jerk. You guys are so polite. <laughs> well, why, thank you, good sir. Uh, Top hat tip. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Check the pocket watch. Yeah, what chapter was that? I think, let's see, it was season two, it was season two I think chapter 22. Uh, oh, that's interesting. The chapter title is completely different than what it actually was released. It's called The Murder in my, uh, this Ooh, version. That's a... Uh... Yeah, all the, the, the chapter titles aren't determined until they're already recorded, which is weird. Like, I sometimes put temporary titles in there. And why sometimes change them after they're recorded? It's just because I have a better idea depending on who what inspires me. Then what was the murder, Pippin? Yeah, it was Pippin. Awesome, oh, Pippin. Yeah, I hated that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so reminded me of Pip from uh, South Park. That's actually what his name's after. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's incredible. <laughs> oh, that hurts. Well, because um, originally the, I, I went back and forth on so many ideas with him. Um, <laughs> There's, in some ways, even some people have theories that he was putting on an act the entire time, and it actually was a um, not English at all, but he was, because right. the passport and everything verified it. But uh, I just imagine him being this righteous English prick, and it never, it, there were some things that he was supposed to do. Like, he was supposed to be bigger in the story than he was, and I just 
cut those storylines. You just killed him. You're like, I'm tired of this guy. <laughs> uh, kind of. Um, had nothing to do with the actor. Had to do with Not the character. all arcs go to completion. No, he was he was more of a device than anything else. <laughs> That's excellent. Um, okay, so I'm just doing a search by beard. <laughs> Control F, beard. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. Um, Darkest red, and then my goatee is like freaking fireball. So it's you know, possible. Let's, let's save let's save this for the discussion because I'd love to get argued with about it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We will. We will. <laughs> you ready? Great. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Sorry about that. I had a visitor, so. All right. <laughs> Yeah, so we've got a bit of a stormy night. Did you already say that? Yeah. Okay. We we can go through it again. <laughs> Whisper not, you know. <laughs> How do you talk about me like that? Oh, God, Bane's here. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, Bane. At least I can understand what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, speaking of, the real reason we brought you on here is I heard you had a problem with Man of Steel. Worst movie I've ever seen in my life. F. <laughs> <laughs> this has been movie ratings with Casey Wayland. Yeah, I actually have. I like. I don't think people should listen to the because uh, I do a podcast review with, with yeah, my I wife. Yeah, I listened to the first ten minutes before I actually had to leave work when I started it. But it's extremely inappropriate because I swear so much in it because it was such an awful movie. Do you have a huge connection with Superman? No, I have a good connection with good stories and good character, and that wasn't one of them. Oh man, gosh. Are we gonna get into it? Or are we gonna Are we gonna go there? No, I really don't want to go there right now. Unfortunately, I do it. I mean, I wouldn't mind doing it later. Okay. But yeah, I could like this would take four hours. If we were to go into it because it's just it's just the movie doesn't make logical sense to me, and the character arcs there aren't any, and the story doesn't progress naturally at all, and a lot of the motivations don't make sense for anybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't agree exactly, but there are definitely definitely valid valid arguments for some of those things, but. My, like, the big question I always ask when I watch a film is, why is a character doing something? Mm-hmm. And I had no answers when I watched that film. What, like, what you couldn't think of why anybody was doing anything? Yeah, like, what, like, oh, man, the whole Clark Kent father dying thing was probably the worst way that could have pl- played out. That was dumb. Yeah, the tornado. Yeah, and that, that's, like, that's, uh, that's the arc of Superman that you just, like, they drug through the mud. He's supposed to become more human through this, his struggles, and he's not. He's, it's an alien movie. Yeah. That's what late, more more and more his story becomes the you know the outcast alien and Lex is trying to tell everybody hey you know this alien is coming to take over. Yeah, instead of a story where it's like here's an alien that crashed land on Earth and became a man because he was surrounded by men and became one of us and is a is a hero of the people, not an alien who's just here hiding out and doesn't really give a crap about anybody else and destroys their cities and lots of people die and doesn't have a regard as much for human life because of it in his own yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, they put a lot more weight on his uh, especially later in the movie, his courage at least maybe coming from his biological father this time. Instead yeah. of the Jonathan Kent. And, of course, in a lot of the Jonathan Kent stuff, I'm pretty sure it was off screen. There wasn't really a whole lot there. No, there was no relationship. They didn't develop it. They There was just so many plot holes of, like, oh, the entire town knows that you saved them from this uh, bus. And, by the way, you saved my son. I hate you. Right. <laughs> he saw what Clark did. That's horrible. Well, it, it, I did get the feeling that it, it was, like, three movies squeezed into one. I think that it was zero movies squeezed into one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with at least one and a half movies in one. 
<laughs> Sorry, I can't. I can't go light on that movie. It's like that movie is the polarizing thing of my life. Like I cannot defend it. And I, it's, yeah, it's the lowest rated movie I've ever I've ever watched. And I've seen some bad movies. So Superman Returns better, compare. sadly better, <laughs> but somehow left you feeling weak inside. <laughs> True. You know, I actually one of the characters from Superman Returns auditioned for me. Really? Yeah, uh, I think he auditioned for Kimmet. Do you know who, or do you don't want to say? Or uh, he was one of the henchmen. Um, so you might not recognize him, but uh, big, big guy. Like you, he came in the room and he's like barely squeezing the door. He's just massive, massive hmm. guy. Had a great accent. The one um, that got squished by the piano. I don't remember. I can't. I don't. I only saw the movie once. I just watched it. Watched it uh, before Man of Steel came out. No, after Man of Steel came out. But oh, okay. DVD. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen it in a long time. I'd have to look back, but it was one of them. Um, and he had a great, great Australian voice. And I was like, this would be interesting as Kimmet, but then it just didn't have like the power and the force that we needed to make that role work. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. I want to ask you. I want to take you down to... Oh, it's Penny Dog. One second. Oh, okay. Penny Dog. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a little dog with huge eyes. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. What oh, it's an actual is. dog. Okay, I, an actual dog. Yeah. I thought Penny Dog was like on the phone or something, and I was like, "You guys got Nick." Penny Dog's my drug dealer. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Nickel bag for a Penny Dog. <laughs> yeah.